Well, good morning. This is the Lou Rockwell Show, and it's so great to have as our guest today, Connor Boyack. Connor's president of the Libertas Institute in Utah, which is a free market think tank. He's also president of the Association for Teaching Kids Economics, which uh, concentrates on children in uh, K through eight. Uh, he's a successful public speaker, author of 15 books. But today we're going to talk to him about the nine books he's written about the Tuttle Twins and their adventures, uh, starting with the, and the, and these books are always based on uh, significant intellectual works that would be above the level of children and Connor uh, in, in his writing and with the illustrations of his of his illustrator uh, Elijah Stanfield uh, brings these to it. I must say these are a blessing to any homeschooler, and Connor's a homeschooling dad, so he knows. And I would say you don't have to be a homeschooler to want these for your kids, your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews, uh, your next-door neighbors, anybody that you think is uh, interested in uh, knowing something about economics, about politics, from a libertarian standpoint. And uh, Connor, tell us, and these, these books are just tremendous. The illustrations, it's full of illustrations, everything is uh, written perfectly for kids five to ten, although I noticed you say that uh, I think you told Jeff Dice that older kids in the family tend to get interested in these books too, and uh, they're yeah. influenced as well. So it's uh, all of us who are afraid of, I must say, the school system and uh, <laughs> what they're do, doing to children. This is this is a tremendous antidote. It's not an antidote to everything they do, but it's an antidote to some of the most important evil things they do. And uh, how did you get started at this? So running Libertas Institute, which is a, a think tank, a state-based think tank, uh, where we're actually more of a do tank. We come up with a lot of ideas, write a lot of articles and commentary to educate people about the principles of liberty as they pertain to kind of state and local issues uh, in our state. Um, and uh, But we're more of a do tank. We will go up and advocate for these things. We'll go lobby. We'll go get laws changed. And we've, we've changed many laws. Wow. Most recently, we actually just got uh, medical marijuana legalized after a five-year campaign here in conservative Utah, uh, which nobody thought possible. So we, we do a lot of stuff. And I would come home uh, to my two young children and they would wonder, you know, or ask, they would ask me, Dad, what do you do all day? And I began to think, like, how do you talk to a six-year-old about property rights, right? How do you help a seven-year-old understand sound money? How do you talk to a nine-year-old about protectionism? And um, I began to realize that I wasn't the only one with these questions. And I went on Amazon looking for books as a parent is, you know, often uh, would do to find books that would help me uh, relate these ideas to my children. Couldn't find anything. There was really just a dearth of anything talking to this younger audience. And I realized that there was kind of a market opportunity talking with Elijah, our illustrator, also a dad of young children. And for us, it was just an experiment. It's like, hey, let's let's do a book. Let's see what the response is. And the response was overwhelmingly. I will say first, um, the response was obviously best among libertarians who wanted, you know, they had read The Law by Bastiat, of course, or I Pencil, and they wanted their children or their grandchildren to understand those ideas as well. But as you noted in the, the interview I did with Jeff, what we found is not only the older kids, but in many cases, the parents who have never heard of Mises or Hayek or Rothbard. They never would have picked up any of these books, probably never would have come to, you know, lourockwell.com or to Mises.org or any of these websites. But now that uh, they heard from a fellow mom in their, you know, soccer group or church group or whatever, that, that these books teach important values to your kids. And that's all they hear. That's all they know. Suddenly they find themselves buying the books, compelled by the message. 
They don't want their children to miss out, right? The parents really want well-rounded children. And so we can use that to our advantage to say, the schools are teaching this stuff. Your kids aren't going to get this anywhere else. This is going to help your kids develop critical thinking skills and understand the world around them. And every parent, not every, I'm being overly generous, but you know, many parents will say, yes, please. And what we find then is that when the books make their way into the home, yes, we're educating the children, but we get so many parents who reach out and say, my word, I learned more reading those books than I can ever remember reading in high school or college and, and relevant content, not just learning, memorizing and so forth, but valuable information that helps them understand the world. And so we like this project because it's helping us reach an entirely new audience, bringing people into the understanding of these principles that otherwise we may have totally missed. And you're selling a lot of books. In fact, I heard that on Black Friday, you had a very big sale. Yeah, we I think we just passed 350,000 copies uh, sold uh, to date. Wow. Uh, Black Friday, uh, just I think it tripled our expectations. Uh, it The word's kind of getting out there. Uh, and, and we're very excited because... Again, we kind of went through the libertarian uh, market very quickly. Uh, I, I actually, I, I need to correct myself there. I was actually at the Mises Institute a couple months ago, and um, Jeff had in, invited me to come and talk about uh, the books and said, you know, raise of hands, how many people have heard about these books? And easily a third of the room uh, raised their hands. They were not familiar with the Tuttle Twins. And here I was thinking that I've reached every libertarian in our small little <laughs> ecosystem. There's clearly room for opportunity. It's it's. It's tremendous. And by the way, uh, if people are interested, they write to TuttleTwins.com? Yes. Or, or go to Amazon or... Uh... They're on Amazon as well. Yeah, if you go to TuttleTwins.com, uh, we sell kind of the whole set together at, at a discount. You get a bunch of workbooks for free and so forth. And so TuttleTwins.com is, is probably the best place to, to check them out. So um, tell us about this book. The, the, this is The Tuttle Twins and the Fate of the Future, based on Murray Rothbard's a uh, magnificent monograph on the anatomy of the state. I mean, how do you teach what the state is to little children? Yeah, th this was a, admittedly a tough one. Uh, of all of our books, this one is the one that pushes the furthest. Uh, some of the books are a little more tame. We, we did one uh, based on a foreign policy of freedom by Ron mm -hmm. Paul. And of course, all about the non-aggression principle. And we turned it into kind of learning about the golden rule and not aggressing against other people in this kind of summer camp and the story lent itself very well with kind of hostile uh, cabin mates fighting against one another. So some of the, the books and the topics lend themselves really well uh, to just through storytelling, uh, share these ideas in a way where you're not sitting down and telling a child, let me tell you the definition of the state. Uh, and you're having to explain it from a definitional standpoint or a textbook kind of format. Instead, through storytelling, the children can kind of see a little bit how these things are experienced and and their nature. And um, so for this book, uh, you know, we have a long list of, of, as you point out, there are many great works uh, uh, that the, these authors we admire have written over the decades and even centuries. And so we have a long list to draw from of, of famed you know, books and essays that uh, we all love and cherish and have benefited from. Uh, Anatomy of the State was a very important one for me uh, several years ago and finally turning from a, a libertarian to, as I call myself, a voluntarist and understanding the true nature of the state. And I really wanted to find a way to do it. And, and this one was tough. It was, this is a very potent topic. This kind of upends everyone's conception of mm -hmm. what so-called government is. And so we had to spend a little while kind of toying with ideas for a story. How do we convey 
this content. And this book was also fun for us because um, what we've done throughout the series is talk about concepts like central planning and socialism and, you know, redistribution and uh, plunder and all of these issues that are raised in different books. And at the end of the day, they, those are all kind of outgrowths or extensions of the state. And so this issue really connects all of the other books that we've talked about. And so in this book, we were able to kind of incorporate references from all the other books and say, oh, yeah, it's just like you learned about in the golden rule and the non-aggression principle. Or, oh, it's just like you learned about in the miraculous pencil story about the spontaneous order. And so all of these things kind of were woven into this story, which helps, I think, the, the children understand this is the big issue. This is the big problem. There's all these little problems and issues and so forth, but this is like the really big beefy one. Um, and so we, we kind of came up with a story that we could use that we thought re resonated. We have a few like guinea pig uh, readers, including my own children, and uh, we found, found something that worked. And so we ran with it. Well, it's, it's just, it's, it's a tremendous story. And it's um, just as thrilling, thrilling to see Rothbard for little people. What's the next book you're going to do? Um, you know, I, I like to think that uh, if Murray could see this, that he would have given the project his blessing and finding ways to to talk about uh, these ideas to younger yes, people. Yes, he sure would have. Yes, uh, you know, we we did uh, the most uh, one of our recent books on entrepreneurship uh, by Dr. Israel Kirsner, um, and so talking to him about it. When I asked Ron Paul, you know, told him we'd like to do the foreign policy of freedom, and um, it's just great to be able to extend the legacy and the reach of, of these people to uh, not only younger audiences, but as I point out, broader audiences with, you know, even adults uh, who through their children can learn. So it's, it's a project now we take very seriously, recognizing the, the opportunity and the compelling need. And so to your question about how we identify new books, you know, we have a list of, I don't know, 30 or 40 that are uh, sitting on our, on our queue, if you will. And all along, we had planned to do eight to 10 books. This was, as you point out, was number nine. And um, now as, as we're to this point, I sent out a survey to our, our list of uh, customers, about 50,000 uh, families or so. And I said, all right, we got a decision to make here, right? Do we stop at eight to 10 like I've always said we would, or would you prefer to see this keep going? 74% said, I, I think I titled the, the response that they could check it was, are you kidding me? Keep going. And uh, 74% <laughs> check that. So at this point, we're just going to keep the series going. There's a lot of material to draw from. And part of our decision is, you know, obviously, what issue have we not yet covered that fits kind of within the whole realm of, of you know, the series? Um, and sometimes it's um, some other thing comes up. I had actually not anticipated doing Anatomy of the State this early, uh, but we kind of just felt like doing it suddenly and, and, and reprioritized. Um, also, for my 10th book, I was also uh, always thinking of doing Human Action by uh, Mises, uh, which uh, is going to be a doozy to figure out how to turn into a story. Um, but uh, the late John Taylor Gatto uh, just passed away a few uh, weeks ago, a couple months ago. Uh, mm -hmm. Big inspiration for uh, my family and uh, the educational choices that we've made. And we've always had uh, in our mind to do a book based off of his uh, the Underground uh, History of American Education. Oh, wow. It's a great, about, great book. Yeah, a very insightful book. And so his uh, passing, he he wrote the foreword uh, to one of my uh, books for, for parents called Passion Driven Education a couple of years ago. He also actually, and I feel very uh, almost sacred or you know very honored by this, 
uh, the last thing that he wrote before he passed away was a chapter for a book that I will be publishing this spring. Uh, it's uh, with a variety of authors, folks from Fee and Praxis and others, all about skipping college and uh, helping teenagers understand the opportunities out there and the problems of higher education. So uh, John wrote a chapter uh, for that book that isn't yet published and uh, will kind of extend his legacy a bit as well. So we've pri reprioritized because of current events, if you will, and his passing. And so I've actually not announced this anywhere else, uh, Lou. So I'll do uh, it for the first time here on your show. Uh, my intention and, and plan uh, is to, for our 10th book, do one based off of John Taylor Gatto's book. Well, it's it's a great book. It's It's an... I must say it's an unrecognized great book, but so that the more that people can get to know about it, the better. And it really is, was, is um, I would say, unanswerable, and, but it's so fascinating and well-written. And he was, a, he was a very great man and a great teacher. Mm. By the way, do you ever hear from any of your students? Do you ever, do the kids write you? Do you have kids in the audience that when you speak who talk to you about the books they've read, what influenced them, what they liked, and, and so forth? Uh, I, I very much do. So I, I go around speaking in schools. Uh, we provide books for free to classrooms. And, uh, you know, I, I get emails from uh, using their parents' email account mostly. But it's like, hey, this is, you know, Julie, <laughs> age nine. And I wanted to let you know, I get uh, social media has been great because we get tagged all the time from our little readers who are filling out the workbooks or coloring pages of the the creature from Jekyll Island and this big monster, you know, that they're then drawing that's changing prices everywhere. Um, and, and then obviously for the older kids, we hear a lot of parents who are like, hey, this was really cool. With my teenagers, actually, we're sitting down and reading the original book because at the end of our books, we say, hey, you know, parents especially, but if you like this material, if you want to learn more, go read the original work upon which it's based. Um, so that they can deepen their understanding of that topic. And so we find that a number of these older kids are extending uh, that learning. The the fun thing for me uh, is, uh, you know, I've written, oh, let's see, about 15 books, uh, nine of which are for this Tuttle Twins series. And mm -hmm. um, ever since, excuse me, ever since the Tuttle Twins project really took off a couple years ago, um, I'll be at the, you know, public events or, and so forth. And uh, a parent will kind of come up with their, their child. And, and in fact, uh, Jeff did this when I was at the Mises Institute a couple months ago. And it's like, hey, here's my kids. They really wanted to meet you and get a, a book signed. And and it's just, it's it's fun to see kids being exposed to this type of content. Like this has never really been done before. And I think what we validated with this project and seeing the demand and the sales and everything is that there is a way to talk to younger kids at a more simplistic level, admittedly, but they get it and they want to learn about it. And, and I will tell you this, Lou, the comment we get more than any others uh, from this series from parents is uh, a comment such as, you know, my kid uh, doesn't really like to read. Uh, he plays video games all the time or whatever. He's just not a reader. He really resists books. And yet the Tuttle Twins, he devours. And we get that over and over and over again. And Elijah, the illustrator, and I, as we've talked about it over the years, trying to pinpoint why, why is that? Like, what have we stumbled into here? And what is it that's resonating so well? And um, I think my, our theory, Elijah and I, is that it's that we're willing to challenge kids. Kids want to be treated like adults. They want to be the big boy, the big girl. And when we talk to them about serious topics in these books, Rather than like, hey, you know, Julie and Amy had a fight on the playground and then they kissed and made up, you know, like uh, we're not just doing dumb stories about nothing. We're talking about serious issues. And I think kids, when we respect them and when we 
show them that they can tackle these bigger issues, they respond very well to it. And all the better that the big issues they're tackling are very liberty oriented issues that we are now exposing a whole new audience to. Well, Connor Boyack, God bless you for what you're doing. And uh, I think your, your success is indicative of how important the work you're doing is. And I want to urge everybody to write TuttleTwins.com. If you've got kids in your house, if you have kids in your family, there's again, kids next door, kids at the local school who would uh, like to learn about the important principles of life, uh, or at least many of the important principles of life, get these books. There are been nine of them. Connor, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for all you're doing. And it's, uh, it's, it, it's exhilarating. It really is great news. It's the good news. And thank you very much. Thank you, Lou. I appreciate you having me on. Bye-bye. Well, thanks so much for listening to The Lou Rockwell Show today. Take a look at all the podcasts. There have been hundreds of them. There's a link on the LRC front page. Thank you.